Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a Hallmark Review Podcast. I'm Megan, and I'm a longtime Hallmark movie fan. I'm Wendy. I'm your former Hallmark hater. Today we're discussing Sealed with the List, part of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas 2023 series. Hey, the podcast's over. You still want to hang out with us? Come join us on Instagram. You can find us in two places, at Girls Gone Hallmark and at Megan and Wendy. Are you looking for a nice Hallmark community to join? We've got one. It's called Girls Gone Hallmark on Facebook in groups. Come give us a join. Check it out. So I have some uh, January news and notes for us. A little housekeeping of hear it. a lot of things coming to the podcast I want to talk about. Okay. Of course, we all know the Way Home premieres on Sunday, January 21st. And in anticipation of its return, we are kicking off the Way Home Rewind daily from January 5th through the 14th. This is a great way to catch up on season two if you did not catch the first airing. These episodes are heavy on the recap, scene by scene with commentary. Now, we've got some great feedback from those in our Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. And moving forward, we're going to do less recap, more review with season two. So um, I'm super excited for that format. If you have not watched the show yet, you need to watch the show. I'm sure it's airing everywhere. The Way Home is available on Peacock and Hallmark Movies Now, and they will be dropping new episodes on the app the next day when mm-hmm. the new season airs. So I love that. That's going to be exciting later in the month. Hey, was there a favorite 2023 countdown to Christmas or Miracles of Christmas movie get ready for the second annual girls gone hallmark best hallmark christmas movie bracket Woo, that's a long line beginning on saturday january 6th you need to follow us at girls gone hallmark on instagram if you want to play along and by play along i mean it's interactive you vote in our instagram stories it's really easy it's super fun it gets real competitive It is a great time. I was blown away by the way in which people rally around their favorite movies. Even to the point that last year, sometimes I would share some of the surprising results as they were happening, like the real-time results on our other account. People were like, I feel like it's cheating for you to encourage people to vote (laughs) one way or the other. I was like, this is a fake competition. (laughs) Yeah. There's no cheating. We need to remind people of that. Yes, there's my account. (laughs) (laughs) I can do whatever I want with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I have a feeling I know what movie is going to run away with it, but you never know. There's always a surprise hit. I have a feeling too, but again, we shall see. And it's always fun to see which movie makes the surprise run like mm-hmm. who's the surprise last year in merry measure blew us away with their fan support so come yeah. out and support your favorite movies yeah fun and finally our january schedule is packed with new hallmark movie reviews a few fan favorite requests hello the ir- irresistible blueberry farm i mean i don't know how many dms and emails we've gotten over the last two years saying please review this movie we are finally doing it and of course the way home so subscribe to the podcast join the facebook group you don't want to miss it 
We're so like we're barely getting a break. Yes. I'm just And as I'm far as the listeners are concerned, there is no break. There was mm. there's no stop in programming on Girls Gone Hallmark. Well, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing if we didn't have a great community of listeners. So that's right. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about Sealed with a List. Hit me with a synopsis. After being fired from her job before Christmas, Carly Kincaid gives herself till New Year's to complete her unfulfilled New Year resolutions from the previous year. Enlisting the aid of a surprising supporter may be the perfect motivator to ensure she gets things done in time. Sealed with the List was filmed in and around New Westminster, British Columbia. Some scenes were also filmed in Langley at Martini Town, a set owned by Martini Film Studios. Yeah, remember Martini Town was the spot where Benjamin Ayers was doing his like pop-up meetup. Remember we talked about that? I do. Several weeks ago. Did you happen to see the faux Hallmark scene they filmed? I didn't. (gasps) It was so fun. They had all these fans playing townspeople. I believe it was maybe Marco Grazzini or Antonio Cupo. DM us on Instagram if you remember who it was, but was playing the lead and he was like running through town looking for someone and all these fans got to help him along his way. It was very... It was a a fake scene though? It was a fake scene. Yes, but it was emulating what a Hallmark scene might look like. Yeah, that would be fun to be a part of that. Call us. I want to do it. This next note was not in our original notes. So I saw that... Sealed with a list, drew in 2.1 million live viewers, making it the eighth most watched countdown to Christmas premiere. Did you notice that the top five all were November premieres? I didn't. Do you think people are like, I don't, I don't have time now, but I'm going to catch up. Maybe. Like some of these movies are going to get rewatches. They're going to find another audience. This would do well with a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day re-airing. Totally. I mean, it was Christmassy, but yes, there's the whole, you know, resolution aspect that really is a pain point for people. So I think people would tune in. Yeah. Emily Ting and Melinda Bissmeyer, along with Robin Gadsby, are the writers on this film. Emily and Melinda had previously worked together on Christmas at the Golden Dragon in 2022. And Robin wrote A Christmas Cookie Catastrophe and Christmas Sale, which is a super underrated fave of ours from 2021. Yeah, I had messaged Emily Ting on Instagram because when I was looking up the information for this movie on IMDb, it showed Emily, Melinda, and Robin as the writers. And I was like, well, explain this to me. And so Emily and Melinda are writing partners. And Robin was hired to come in and like smooth out some of the dialogue, she said. So mm. that's that's how that works. It's always weird on like IMDb. You never really are sure exactly like what the dynamic was yeah who did what katie finlay plays carly katie has 30 previous acting credits including love strikes twice in 2021 for hallmark you might also recognize them for the killing on netflix which is an incredible crime thriller thriller if you haven't seen it it sticks out to me as one of the best series i've ever watched so if you're into crime thrillers Katie was also in 26 episodes of The Carrie Diaries, which was a Sex and the City prequel, How to Get Away with Murder, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, and most recently, Walker Independence with fellow Hallmark actor Catherine McNamara. 
Is Walker Independence part of the Walker, Texas Ranger universe? I have no idea, actually. Hmm. Evan Roderick plays Wyatt. Evan has 17 previous acting credits, including the Aurora Tea Garden prequel from earlier this year, A Tale of Two Christmases, and Autumn in the City, all for Hallmark. Evan was also in 10 episodes of Spinning Out for Netflix, where he got to use his experience on ice in his role. B.J. Harrison plays Millie. B.J. is a familiar face for Hallmark. She has 139 acting credits with four upcoming projects, including Holidays. There it is. Holidays needs to be on the bingo card. That's a project that we thought was in post-production purgatory, but I can't wait. How happy were you to see B.J. Harrison on screen? When like I, It was a surprise moment for me. Well, I love her, but I also love to see her in non-Hallmark things. I go, ah! She's from Hallmark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, let's do first impressions. My first impression is I stand firm in the idea of casting Evan Roderick and Tyler Hines in a movie together as brothers. I find them so similar looking. Yeah, I forgot that you thought that now that I'm remembering our Autumn in the City talk. And I do see it. Especially... I got a little bit of pushback about this comment in the Facebook group because uh, I can't remember exactly what the person said. But if you look back at like Tyler's first movies for Hallmark, where he's very clean shaven. And a little baby faced. Exactly alike. They both have dimples, don't they? They're cute. Evan Rogers. Real cute. Put him in more movies. My first impression is, does Wyatt live in Downton Abbey? Oh, (laughs) with the, the servants. Bizarre staff <laughs> in uniform in Manhattan. Well, I'm sure plenty of people have staff in Manhattan. It just, the whole place was the breakfast at the formal dining table. and Well, I'm sure people live like that. It's just we don't live like that. Yeah, I just, a dude in his early 30s lives like that? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Let's talk about what you liked about this movie. Well, this is the last countdown to Christmas movie I'll be watching for review purposes. And I loved ending on a high note. Mm, Yeah, me too. I really enjoyed watching this movie. I think this movie was what you hoped a New Year's resolution would be. Bam! As I was writing my notes, I was like, this is very similar to a New Year's resolution. However, better. It's better. Yes. yes. Our a New Year's resolution rewatch review did come out earlier this week, so give that a listen. Can I tell you, overall, I thought this was a solid movie. I really loved how the friendship between Carly and Wyatt slowly develops, and it felt slow, but it was really, like, within days, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, they worked together a whole year, but, like, this, like, trying to fulfill her resolutions happens like in a week doesn't it but i thought their friendship developed naturally and nicely how much do you love him calling her by her last name oh i love it however i think it's going to that idea of it feeds into one of my wishes so Oh, let's okay. circle back to that. Let's All circle right. back to that. I really like the family elements in this movie, too. Like, they had these strained relationships, but they're not totally broken. Like, everything could be repaired with a nice heart-to-heart conversation. Especially Wyatt and his dad, I thought, was 
nice to see repaired. And then Carly and her mom easily make up. There was at one point I was like, why is Carly's mom mad? Like, I don't get it. What did I miss? And then I think it was just because of her quitting her job or no, because fired. she lied about it. Oh, whatever. Okay, but they easily make up. So, yes, that feeds into one of my wishes too. Um, I like that in this movie they quickly move past Wyatt being kind of a douche. We first meet mm. him, and he puts the baby in Nepo Baby with his yeah. inability to do anything for himself, including making a cup of coffee, which. I find to be one of the more unbelievable elements. Like, even with staff, you've never learned to make a cup of coffee. Anyway, mm-hmm. they move kind of past that, and his good guy flag starts to fly pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because it helped me believe in their relationship and their chemistry and that friendship heat that was building. I agree. I thought this movie had some great writing had some really funny lines, and I thought they were perfectly executed both by Katie and Evan. I enjoyed their banter quite a bit because it wasn't mean-spirited banter. Mm. It was very fun, and I really enjoy Katie Finley, too. Um, They're, like, cool and dry, a little sarcastic, very unhallmark. I found myself looking at their hair thinking, I'm not a short hair person. I don't have a face for short hair. I just found myself envious of their cute, sassy, little, short, curly hairstyle. Yeah, it was cute. And then at the end, it was like blown out and like Mm, chic looking. I liked it. I agree. I like that Wyatt quantifies her resolutions because when we look at her list, when she first made it, I took a screenshot of it, but I was like, well, how do you take up running, right? Like- what does that look like? And he's like, what does that mean? So what do you actually, what's the end result? And they made it that she wants to run this 5K. Perfect. That makes sense for the movie to have a goal instead of like, okay, let's go for a run. You did it. Yeah, I agree. In that same scene, he says something like, this looks more like a to-do list than a list <laughs> of resolutions. And it really made me sit in my own thoughts about like, the never-ending to-do list. I would rather like work on things that like propel me further than just tasks, you know? Even though tasks are a something you can't get away from. But I like that he was telling her that. A lot of these things, these are like cleaning out the closet, right? These are That's to-dos. Yeah, exactly. Whereas maybe running a 5K is kind of a to-do, but also has the added benefit of potentially adding running as something you enjoy doing or you've tried something new. You know, you have all these other side benefits. Learning to make your grandmother's recipe is something you can carry with you. I have two more likes, and they are scenes. The first scene, when they go caroling and they're singing the songs and the different languages, even sign language. Yes. I thought it was so nice. I actually have that written down and forgot to transfer it to my notes. So I'm glad you brought that up. And you know, I notoriously don't like little kids in movies, but this little girl singing Silent Night. Oh, yeah. So cute. So, Um, so cute. The one last line that I loved is when she's like trying to up her pace for the 5K. And she's like, what do I do? He's like, I don't know. Try again and run faster. And I just thought like, okay, that's (laughs) the banter was great. Uh, The banter was great. And finally, the one thing I really enjoy, too, is when Carly and her mom make up. And her mom tells her, I don't remember the line verbatim, but it was something like, all the sacrifices she made were for her 
daughter, so her daughter wouldn't have to settle. And mm. I was like, man, if that doesn't sum up parenting, yes. Right? Well, just that a great line. Ties perfectly in with my wish, if I may. Yes. So um, I would like to say enough with children assuming that parental pride is tied to one specific achievement. Mm, yeah. Early in the movie, Carly and her mom are walking, and mom says that she's proud of her for pr- pushing through on a job that was challenging. And much like our issue with disagreements and assumptions that happen in other movies, Carly just assumes that to mean she needs to stay in that job forever to avoid disappointing her mom rather than projecting that pride on mom's going to be proud of you for working hard, for being yourself, for pursuing your dreams. It's not this one achievement that makes her proud. Right, exactly. One of my wishes for it, and let's go back to it, you say, how much do I love Wyatt calling Carly Kincaid, right? Yeah, I love Very, it. very I'm so cute. nervous for what you're going to say. Look, I wish this movie didn't end in romance. And I think it's okay that two people like help and care for each other without romance. Because honestly, I didn't get a whole lot of like lovey dubby, <gasps> lovey dubby vibes from Carly and Wyatt throughout this movie. And I think and they I had be- such great chemistry. I, I do too, but as friends. Mm. And I think when you call somebody by their last name, feels very non intimate, you know? My feeling is it felt like Logan calling Rory Ace. And look, I think Logan is mm. Rory's endgame in spite of the fact that he's also kind of a Nepo baby douche. That's a Gilmore Girls reference if anybody doesn't get it. It is, indeed. <laughs> I Here's my feeling on that. I think perhaps the problem with the chemistry feeling like maybe you didn't feel the love vibes. And to be clear, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying... We have these movies that this one didn't end in a declaration of love, right? Mm, She kisses him. We're one week, two week, three weeks in, maybe a year into them knowing each other. We're early in their relationship. They've just transitioned from friends to finally a little bit more. And so for me, did I feel like, They were in love, headed for the altar. No, but I felt like I saw the potential for more from them. So it was like the next step. It was an appropriate next step. Okay. Yes. I hear you. I kind of thought he was like taken by surprise by that kiss at the end. Oh. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I like them together. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't – there were some parts that were kind of – they did have some, like, touchy-feeling parts. Like, when she got home from her run and he was, like, massaging her legs and she touched his face at one point. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I may have to rewatch it to see if I see the chemistry or not. I'm just imagining the deleted scene after their kiss is him being like, okay, but – I don't feel that way about you. <laughs> like, I was just trying to I'll be a good we guy since friends. I got you fired. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's all my wishes. That's all my wishes. Let's move on to, did you see that? I have but one. Ooh, go ahead. 
I mean, it's Chris McNally as Rudolph in the Christmas 5K. Chris McNally? I didn't even notice. Yeah. Oh, he's, you have to go back and watch because he's so intense. I he's didn't. the one that she's battling against at the finish. Oh my God, I didn't even notice. I'm definitely going to have to go back and watch. Wow. He's great. Oh, I, well, you said Chris McNally, and I'm thinking Chris Farley, and I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> back okay. from the dead. Yeah. Chris McNally. Okay, now I'm going to go back and, and watch. I wonder if we, he was just there or what? How's that work? How are these little um, cameos work? I love it. Yeah, I love it. Here are my two Did You See That's. Carly and White, they're looking at her perfectly printed cardstock resolution list. Yes. <laughs> I just was like, what? And then, like, this is right before, like, she goes running for the first time. And Wyatt, like, casually slips this, like, stiff 8 eight by 11 paper into his vest and, like, takes off after her. I'm like, what are you going to do with that? You can't, like, fold it. Like, there's no It's pocket. not very portable. No, it's not. It's not. And then She needed this, a notes app list. Totally. I mean, we're dealing with, like, millennials here. They They use their phone. They don't print out things on a cardstock paper come on um when carly's training for her race and wyatt hires those kids to throw snowballs at her (laughs) that was very funny um there's one quick shot it shows wyatt and there's like wind blowing and snow flurries in the background and i'm like is this to indicate that she's like running by very quickly like was this supposed to be funny because not one scene before or after that ever showed like extreme weather Oh, that's funny. So I was like, what? What's happening there? Is it just because like she's zipping by and his hair is blowing and like uh. stirring up the snow? I don't <laughs> like a know. Cartoon. Yes, sort of. <laughs> sort of. I, I, Yeah, it was weird. Anyway. All right. What'd you rate? Sealed with a list. I give it four stars. Me too. Exactly. Four stars. Wow. And with that, the 2023 countdown to Christmas season has come to a close on Girls Gone Hallmark. I'm tired. High five, Wendy. We did it. High five. Thank you for being here with us throughout this season. But as Wendy mentioned earlier in this episode, there is no slowing down. January will be full steam ahead here on Girls Gone Hallmark. So the best thing you can do, join our Facebook group so you never miss a thing. But hop into the Apple Podcast app or Spotify and leave us a five-star rating. And if you're an Apple user, we'd love a written review letting everyone know why you love our podcast and why they should give it a listen. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Are you tired of waiting for sparks to fly on your dating app? Do you dream of running through airports to deliver an out-of-breath, unplanned monologue? Then stop doom-scrolling and start listening to Meet Cute Rom-Coms, feel-good love stories that take you from chance encounter to grand romantic gesture in just 15 minutes. We're bringing rom-coms back. Get a brand new Meet Cute series on the first Tuesday of every month, with new episodes twice a week. Fall in love with Meet Cute Rom-Coms, wherever you find your podcasts. Is this where we kiss? (laughs) 